What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, July 24th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the rogue one, a.k.a. the Bassmaster, Gary Witta. That's right. I'm the fucking Bassmaster now. Jeez Louise, <laughs> dude. I knew it was bad when you like when I saw you get bit by the Twitch bug. I was yeah. like, here we go. You knew it was going to end we go. badly. Yeah, the bubble machine, the lights, and I was like, it's only a matter of time before he's streaming Mario Maker like everybody else. No, but I've avoided Getting doing that. Getting into Fortnite, chasing the trends. I've tr- well, no, well the, it's funny you should say that, because I've actually tried to do the exact opposite. I've tried to do the opposite of what everyone... I'm not playing, What's successful find, people do? You're not going to find me playing Fortnite. You're not going to find me playing... Um, uh, what was the one you just mentioned? Mario Maker. Mario. I mean, everyone's playing Mario. How do you stand out in that crowd? For me, you stand out by doing something different to what everyone else. So is go doing. to the clip, Kevin. Show them what we got here. This is Gary. This Whitta. is from last night. In, in, is this a fishing hat? Do we have sound? Yeah. Okay. So we don't overhear, but it doesn't matter if they hear. Okay. Where are we going? Oh, yes! Go. yes! 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 Fuck you, fish! How long did it take you to catch this fish? See, Gary? You see, I got a trophy there. Even yeah. you'll appreciate that. I know, that. I know, I know. You got a trophy for catching my first fish. Honestly, that's how I saw the clip. Is that I went to my mentions and somebody had added, <laughs> had responded to this, being like, "Greg's gonna be so mad you didn't go into that trophy." How long did it take you to catch that fish? Because you seem about re- I mean, from from starting the game because I had never played it before. So, just, what for, game is it, by the way? So, for anyone interested, that's a game called Fishing Sim World Pro Tour. Of course, it is. This uh, is the one that had the hype trailer. Everybody was yeah, making yeah. Fun I, of. I got into it because because they, they, that trailer came out. PlayStation. Yeah. The game actually came out last year. Okay, but because there was a whole bunch of DLC, play, the official PlayStation account <laughs> tweeted out this ridiculous. It's for a fishing game. Yeah, but the trailer is cut to make it look like fucking Madden or something like sure. a baller trailer. Well, I'll, I'll um, pull that up for uh, I'll pull that up for Kev as well. And so uh, I got into. I, I got to check this out and i went and i went on to um playstation store and found out that not only is it only a 20 dollars game but for ps plus it's 20 percent off right now so i picked the game up for 16 bucks uh and i thought i'll play this one so this could be something a bit different um we had a bunch of people in the stream last night and i um did the tutorials and learned how to play the game actually had a couple of um, uh, real anglers, like real fishermen, in the in the channel. Real anglers they'd, they'd, came in. Well, they had never played the game, but they knew enough about angling okay. that they were able to give me real tips on the game, like make sure that you're not holding the rod too high. And when you get is a it bite, that much of a sim that no, you got I mean, to like, it's totally sim. The sim is like, no tutorial. Like, they're like no, I did you, they're video tutorials, okay. and there's a practice mode. Okay. And I was playing in practice mode, and I was and I was and I was fishing for bass. Yeah. And there was a couple. There was a guy called uh, Tootsie Roll Good who's never Tootsie played Roll. the game, but he knows enough about fishing, and the wow. game itself is a uh, accurate enough. He, he, He's like, oh yeah, that's a good kind of bait. You should use that. And sure. He helped me pick out the bait and then helped me cast my rod. Okay. Um, uh, you know, give me gave me good tips on how to handle my rod and sure, all this of kind of stuff. It's somebody has to, right? You know what I mean. And then he said, make sure that when you get a bite, you know, you've got. I can't remember what the term, but there's a, there's a term for it. You got to pull the line up, pull the rod up. Okay. And um, after about four or five unsuccessful attempts, I wanted many more than that actually, but about half an hour of unsuccessful sure. fishing. Sure. So just like real fishing. I finally caught my first bass, and wow. you just saw the clip right there. How many more did you catch from there on out? I caught three. I caught three fish total. Wow. Before I decided to move on to something else. Okay. But it's very. I'm gonna. I, 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 the funny thing about it is, I, I, I kind of played it slightly kind. I run it's like a joke, like it's a fishing game. Yeah. By the time I was done, you're in. I kind of, kind of, it hooks me, Greg. Yeah. It hooks me. It got me hook, line, and sinker for twenty bucks. If you have any interest in fishing, seriously, check and, out this game. And if you're an audio listener, prepare. If you're a video here we go. listener, here's the, here's the, here's the trailer. Here's the, tra- here's the, here's the trailer that first got me interested. Easy to find on. Yeah. We're gonna get claimed on this too, aren't we? But who cares? Because <laughs> this is a trailer. Featuring Scott Martin. All the, all, all, the, all, the, all the legends of pro fishing. <laughs> Ali. Ali Hamidi, carp guru. Career mode. They've got all the brands, all the big brands in yeah, pro fishing. Yeah, this is huge. This is a big Whole deal. career mode. Like show you got to manage your sponsorships and all that kind of shit. It's cool. Yeah, it's just like Madden, but with fish. Sure, yeah. I mean, and that's so what we've all wanted. The point I wanted to make is... What is the point you wanted to make? The point I wanted to make is I started playing tour. it kind of as a bit of a joke. Uh-huh. But by the end of it, I actually did get kind of into it. You're going to platinum into it? You're going to be your first I don't platinum? Think I'll get, I think a plat might be a bit too tricky. But with the positional audio of the fish splashing around... Sure. And the dual shot, the dual shot rumble, yeah. like, it's like you could really feel the fish pulling on the line and fighting wow. you as you're trying to land it. Yeah. I got into it. I'm going to play it again on there's, the stream. There's a VR fishing one out there, too. Real is fishing, there? right? I think real I'm fishing sure. VR is out there, too. You but I really work. enjoyed this one. 20 bucks. Fishing right. Sim World Pro 2. Yeah, go check it, it out. Did with the hat or you had the hat? I, uh... You want to you know the sad The hat truth? looks like a kangaroo hat. When like I, you're going I, on an Australian safari. When I decided that I wanted to play the game, I went and got the hat. 
There we are. It's happening. You're full on Twitch streamer buying costumes. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about more video games, mainly the news, because we're talking about Nintendo doing things right by fans, Super Mario Maker making changes, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can leave your questions, comments, concerns, and everything else under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Games. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight. For everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping. Right now, there's a new party mode up on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. It's Mario Maker. Come see how terrible we are all at Mario Maker because Andy is not here. Uh, Mario Maker really is the game of the moment, isn't it? People are loving these creator-made courses. Just some of the stuff that people are making, it's insane. It is insane. We're going to talk about Mario Maker in a second. Okay. So put a sock on all that. All right. Uh, Thank you to our Patreon producers, Colton Yoder, Blackjack, and Mohammed Mohammed. Today, we're brought to you by Brooklyn and Experian, but I'll tell you about that later. For now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Four items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. I've missed you, Kevin. I had Barrett all week, but you're back in the saddle. Sure am. Appreciate it, you know? Yep. Are you going to play that fishing game? Me? Yeah. You know, Greg, there's a I, multiplayer uh, mode. We, you and I what? could go fishing together. Party mode? What are yeah. you doing? Do you Get do party over it. You want me to come back and we'll do a party mode? Yes, yeah. I do. Let's do it. I'm, I'm in. Fuck my I'm ass. in. I'll bring the hat. I think, uh, hold on, I'm looking at next week. Bring the hat, bring some beers. Well, can I buy a matching hat? Can you send me a link to buy a hat? Yeah, I'll send you the link. Just buy it. It's like hat. 11 buy bucks on Amazon. Hat. All right, okay, we have a you party You can get it mode. in any color you want. We have a party mode set right now for the 29th, Monday. Can you come in and do, do that? You, uh, the that? That would be the one that we would do? Yeah. Let's do it. All right, cool. The 29th? Yeah. It's like uh, how five many people days can play? How many people can play? That I don't know. We, we, we can Look into it. Because right now that. it's uh, uh, Cameron Cuff and Chloe Dykstra are in to do shows, and they were going to do party mode with us. If we can just all make this into a boat. you can get them all to play can fishing we, sim Can world? we make this? Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, the thing is, I, I I know it's online, but I don't know if it's like local multiplayer. Uh, okay. Well, look into it. We can do we can do in the back. If we have the ability to do a four-player online. Andy will hate his life. I think we should do it. I think we should do it. I think. Speaking of things you should do, Nintendo is doing right by fans when it comes to this Joy-Con drift thing. This is Patrick Klepek advice. Good old Patrick. Nintendo's got a problem on its hands. It's called Joy-Con drift, an issue where the analog sticks on the Switch's detachable controllers called Joy-Cons begin moving things on the screen on their own. Following the huge response to a report by Kotaku, it's become enough of an issue that Nintendo recently told customer service representatives the company will no longer charge customers seeking Joy-Con repairs and refund those who've already paid, according to an internal documenta- or according to internal documentation seen by Vice Games. Quote, Customers will no longer be requested to provide proof of purchase for Joy-Con repairs, the internal, internal <laughs> customer service details say. Additionally, it is not necessary to confirm warranty status. If a customer requests a refund for a previously paid Joy-Con repair, confirm the prior repair and then issue the refund. The memo was provided to Vice Games by a source familiar with Nintendo's updated customer support documentation. We agreed to speak under the condition of anonymity because they are not authorized to speak publicly about Nintendo's internal process. Uh, Customer support representatives have been advised, according to the documentation, to guide Switch owners complaining about Joy-Con drift through troubleshooting steps, and if that doesn't solve the issue, they're to issue a a repair at no charge. Importantly, Nintendo is no longer seeking proof of purchase for said Joy-Cons or confirmation of an active warranty. In other words, the company is telling its customer service representatives that if someone says they're experiencing Joy-Con drift, believe them. Additionally, if someone previously paid for Joy-Con repairs, most reports from people who have contacted Nintendo in the past peg the price at forty dollars. They can be they can issue they can issue a refund. Uh, quote: We want to handle these situations to restore customers' smiles. The documentation reads. Yay! Yeah, a big company doing something right, Gary. What do you mean? Yeah, this is something you should be all excited about. Well, no, this I'm is- excited, but look, you know that I'm very you know that me more than most. I'm very pro Nintendo. I'm very, I'm very, very, I love Nintendo. I love the stuff that I make. I do think, though, that the company is not perfect. They've got, oh, I just know you're drinking out your little trophy mug there. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you heard, Gary, I got 100 platinum trophies. No big deal. Did you hear that? (laughs) Did you hear? Did that make it to the UK news feeds? The UK news feeds? Was it it on, like, the BBC? Yeah, I assume you only read the the UK news feeds. (laughs) Yeah, you're so right. You, gotta, it's you, it's you and Boris Johnson are I was right up say, there. You got, you got, you right got this Boris yeah. guy. Nobody yeah, we've got our own problems. Um, so no, it's a good thing. But I guess, I guess, my question to you is this: I, so I like, 
I love Nintendo in terms of the content they make. I love the hardware, the games they make. They're brilliant. But they, do, but they do also do a lot of stuff wrong, like friend codes and the, the way that they handle online multiplayer is ridiculous. System transfers and like, a lot of things aren't very consumer friendly, and they don't always message things well. My question to you is: It seems, given that Nintendo still hasn't made an official statement on this, it seems like that they were resisting. Uh, helping consumers with this for a while. And it's only now because of this. I guess my question is, do you think that they're only now doing this because of the outcry? Yes. It seems like they wouldn't have got there on their own. Welcome, and I'm not even being facetious, to the power of journalism. Yes. Why should people be reporting on these things? Why should they be talking right. about crunch? Why should Because when they do, people pay attention. Companies have to pay attention. Yeah, and it, journalism! Yeah, journalism! That's right, Barrett, Mizzou, everybody go there. Um, it's not even, I think, devious on Nintendo's part. It is that idea of like, Hey, we're getting a lot. Of, we're getting some reports of this Joy-Con drift thing, right? You, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How big of a problem is it? We right. don't know. Just stick with the normal customer service protocol of right. send it and it's forty dollars and we'll get it repaired and send it back. Or you know, it'll take a couple weeks and that sucks. But hey, sorry, you got a defective thing that is that way. For you know, Kotaku to do the reporting they did, come on and talk about it. I believe it was Gita. Uh, Kevin, can you check that? That might be hard actually for you just to pull out. Uh, uh, if you go to the Vice article, it had a link. You can go in there. I just want to give proper. Yeah, I don't know like, what okay. You're saying. Uh, but to do that article from a big outlet and then have the overwhelming response for, to that article be, hey, yeah, I've seen this too. It's happening to me as well. They should, they should, I mean, they shouldn't be charging people. Look, a one year, is it a one year warranty on a Switch? I'm guessing that's pretty standard, Probably, right? Yeah, but now, like, so. if your Joy-Con starts drifting on the 366th day, yeah. which I'm sure it's happened to some people, I, I'm lucky that I've been immune to this, but it does sound like a, wi- a widespread problem. If your, if your joystick starts fucking around on the one, like one day after the warranty expires and they want to charge you $40 for a repair, yeah, I think you have a right to be pissed. Well, and it says here, like, it, oh, you know, if, if someone says they're experiencing Joy-Con drift, believe them. Why not believe them? Like, it's a huge hassle Money. for me to send my Joy-Con to you and not have a Joy-Con for however long it takes you to repair or replace it. Like, why would I lie about that? I mean, I guess maybe, like, I did something else. That, I mean, maybe I shoved the Joy-Con up my asshole or something. Jesus and that Christ. fucked it up. Why? Why and, like, now I need it there? fixed. And that wouldn't be covered under the warranty. Yeah. But, like, I mean, how many people are doing I mean, I, a lot knows? of people are Who doing it. Who knows what people are getting up have to in the privacy of their HD rumble in That's your right. hand? That's you're right. You're going to tell me you're not playing the Ice Cube game A Joy-Con could basically be a flashlight that you shove up your ass. Exactly. Who knows? Yeah, right, exactly. Who knows? All right. Hey, Jesus Kevin. Third party, third party app makers, get I, on it. I know, Kevin, you like to be closeted about your sexuality and like oh, you like to be all open. prim and proper, but like I'll let you know if the, the Joy-Cons would have been in my day and age when I was coming of age, a horny little Greggy out there rubbing yeah. himself you on everything. You would, have, you, you would have experimented. You would have wanted to know, oh, right? We yeah. all we all let the dual shock get a little too close. You know ah, what I mean? We didn't well, know yeah, what's happening. Yeah, sure. yeah. 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 Uh, exactly. But this is exciting. Like my little brother, I bought him a Switch, and I bought him the one with the blue uh, Joy Cons. Yeah. Uh-huh. And after like three months, they broke. I happen to have an. Extra Did they break one. because of drifting or something? Yeah, else? The, the right one drifts. Gotcha. Um, and also, it was the you know the issue where they like slide up and pop out. Yeah. That happens. Super easy. Oh, they're just like popping off? And you were it's supposed to send off? it back to get that fixed or something, but never did. But now, they, like, they're like, oh, well, if your warranty is expired, it doesn't matter. You can still send it back, and it's free. I'm going to have to look that up, because I have the, the two Joy-Cons in my house. Sure. Yeah. Uh, nanobiologist in kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong confirms Nintendo Switches have a 12-month warranty, while accessories yeah. and games sold separately have a three-month warranty only. Uh, the warranty covers manufacturer and work, worksman defects uh, at no... So you, if you so if you buy additional Joy-Cons, mm-hmm. you've got only three, you, you would have only three months of warranty coverage. Something going wrong, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. obviously not now, because Nintendo's going to do the right thing. Will right. Nintendo make an official announcement on this? Because we're, we're reporting on leaked documents. Will, will Nintendo officially announce a new policy regarding this? I it's an interesting question. It's not necessarily in Nintendo's interest to come up with a big statement going, 100%. hey, we know that our Joy-Cons are fucked up. Because now you got everybody right. like Kevin over there who's right. you know, making it up. He's just right. calling and he wants a new Joy-Con because they pop And maybe off. it puts people off buying a Switch. Oh, yeah, no, I, that, I heard that, that, that the Joy-Cons are Kevin put some good. Joy-Cons up his butt and now he doesn't want to, you know, he, that's what broke him, but he's going to try to act like it's this thing now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think that's, uh, it's, what, what'll be interesting is, I would say, no, they were not going to announce this and make a big deal about right. it. Now right. that Vice and Klepek have put out the memo, has it forced their hand or do they I think, let it go? I think, I think it probably has. I still think you could just let it go. I still think you could just, I mean, because right now, if you are if you are affected by the Joy-Con drift and it is annoying enough that you have gone online or support or whatever, you're probably going to see this article. You're probably going to hear about this. You know, you know how to, you can get a refund now and all these different things. Oh, I, 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 I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. I thought you meant has it forced their hands in terms of addressing the issue. Obviously, it has. Oh, addressing the issue, but I don't, sure. I don't think it's necessarily forced their hands in making a public they're statement. They're not going to do like a right. tweet or anything of like, right. hey, if you're experiencing They're doing this. the right thing. Of course. 
Yeah. yeah, good to see. But again, they had to be made to do that. Somebody had to hold, hold their feet to the fire. Here's something I want to bring up, Mr. Widow. Yeah. It might be an unpopular opinion with the, the video game kids. I'm not sure. Mm. You said it, though, and I want to address it. Okay. Are friend codes that big of a deal anymore? Yeah. Yeah? I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Yeah. I wanted to add you. Like, you and I, I, th- I can't remember, but I think you and I might may not be... For Ultimate um, Alliance, I know we were, I wanted to add, we wanted to add yeah, each Yeah, we other. want to add each other. Yeah. Now... If you want to add me on Xbox or PlayStation, it's an sure. easy thing to do. My, my gamer tag and my PSA name is just Witter. Yeah. And that's an easy thing for me to remember. Sure. And I can give that to you right away. Yeah. When I saw you were playing Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance and I wanted to play with you, I had to get my friend code. Yeah. And the only way to do that was to fire up the Switch and go like four menus deep to find it. Like, that is bullshit. Why should face. I have to do you that? Click on your face. Yeah. But why should I have to do that, though? I, I, here's what I'm, I'm, I, I don't have a good answer for you. I, I, I too think it'd be cooler just to pick a name and be done with it. Yeah. But with Ultimate Alliance in particular now, it's for the first time I think since I got the Switch that I'm like, oh shit, I need to add people. Yeah. And so it has been that thing of like, hey, uh, send off my friend code to whoever. You know, there's the request. Like, it, it hasn't been as big a pain in the ass. Back, back be, in, it could be easier for sure. Back in the Wii U days, I actually used to have my friend code written, saved on my phone, like in the notes app. Yeah. So I could easily access it when people ask me what my friend code is if I didn't have access to my... Like, let's say you and I talk on a channel, I'll add you, uh, what's your friend code? If I don't have my Switch with me, I can't give it to you. Right, yeah. If I don't have it memorized true. or that's written true. down that's somewhere. True. That's Remember the cool. old days it used to be too, I remember the DS, I loved the, uh, the not UPC code. What the, what's the, the QR code? You could just beam it to one another, right? right? Yeah, yeah. like I, I, I wish the Nintendo app did that. I wish that it had my... Why doesn't the app, do, can you add friends on the app? No, the, friend, the app sucks. I don't even know what I, I think you I don't even I've never even opened. I think I use it to app? talk through Splatoon, right? I, I hate it. It's like, why, why can't I copy and paste the code that I have? And get a game instead of using the ridiculous keyboard. Is it just well, you can do that. You can. You can. You can enter a code online through the Nintendo portal. Get the fuck out. Yeah. No. Online, not on the app. Not on the app, to my knowledge. Now I got to re-sign in because I haven't used the thing forever. Changing stuff though. It, online sh- is changing shit, yeah, Kevin. Let me get a Marvel Alliance code then. Okay. Thanks. All right. Is it just me or is it hot in here this morning? Oh, it's hot, isn't it hot in here. Well, the, the fan's usually on. Oh, no, but hot, hotter than usual. The KFAF oh, couches the are over there. Co- you want me to open the door? Yeah, go I mean, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, a little, right, a a little, a little breeze wouldn't, wouldn't you're gonna, go You're going to open yeah. the door and get a bag of Cheetos. That's your plan right now. <laughs> that's, the, that's the show we're running this morning. All right, cool. Uh, I feel like you're going to do the next story. In a I am about to. Well, I'm trying to log into the stupid Nintendo app. Now i got to find all the traffic lights in the stupid Google search. You never do that? Oh, oh God, I hate when you, when you have to prove you're a real human. Yeah, so annoying. And the thing is, like, the, 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 the one I get is like, show me. The, click on all the images that have cars said, in hold them. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. I said, hold on. Uh, WWE Superstar Xavier Woods is calling me in the middle of this. Answer, answer. WWE Superstar Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed, host of Up Up Down Down. You're on Kind of Funny Games Daily. What's happening? AKA the committee. Okay, yeah, we don't advertise that as much anymore. Low energy on that one. He sounds sick. Yeah. Is he sick? Are you sick? Still going. That's awesome. Gregory, young Gregory, how are you? I'm good. Me and Kevin are concerned. Are you sick? Oh no, I'm I'm great. How are you, Kevin? You good? God, I miss you. He misses you. Does he, does he know Did he's live right now? Yeah, you know, yeah, he knows he's live. Gary okay. Witt is here too. It's Widow Wednesday. Oh, hey Gary, what's going on? What's up, Austin? Good, good to hear from you. Joy-Con drifts. Wanted to call in and say hello. Hey, thanks for watching. <laughs> of course, you know, you know me. Uh, I also have some very important news. Oh, breaking so, news. My, my YouTube channel, Up Up Down Down, we just recently hit 1.95 uh, million subscribers. We're trying to get to 2 million, so I just want to let all the best friends know that we would love your help over at Up Up Down Down to help us get to 2 million subscribers. Did he really call into a Did live show? Did you call just do an ad on our live show? 100%. You've taught me well. God, I respect it. I respect it. We have like a quarter of the. the Remember, ball. Greg, if you're not making moves, you're standing still. That's right. Damn. That's all right. right. I'm gonna pay this back one day when you're doing something live. I'm calling you on Monday on SmackDown. By all means, by all means, please. All right. Well, everybody, subscribe to Up Up Down Down. They're close to two million subs. <laughs> all right. Bye. All right. Bye. Later, bye. I got you. Got to admire the hustle, bro. I do. I mean, yeah, I did teach him how to pimp his thing. That's wow. a that's what, a new what, one. What have me. you created? That's oh a new one God. by me. He I'm, just showed me an old dog how to do new tricks. I'm so impressed. <laughs> he just called our show to advertise his but YouTube. Also, like, we have so. We're not, we don't have two million. Audience, yeah. We don't have two million. Now, now that he's huh. opened the door, now that I know that that's no, a thing, and go. given that you call me. That's fair. I've given called, that you bug me live on the show all the time, you call me at home when I'm trying to work, do shit. You're not working. Sometimes I might be taking a shit. Yeah, I know not that I believe. You have no one never, never, I, you never know what, what I'm going to be doing when, I you, don't when know, you get through to me. But you always answer because you're Gary Wood and you're Can awesome. I just say, by the way, I, yeah. I did, I, I, after the fact, I did go and look at that whole story. I'm, I'm really embarrassed for my countrymen that of all the people, the it British really people who called. 
about no about the Magna no. Carta. <laughs> I was no, the no, only no, one really who fucking a, knew what the Magna Carta was. God, I knew about it. You yes, knew? Yeah. Okay. It's really. Well, I was talking to Leah about it today in the car, and I was telling her about the Magna Carta thing. I said, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect an American to know what the Magna Carta is. We. I do remember learning about it. I don't remember retaining the information, but I do. Remember I, I, I actually. I actually contended in 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 my conversation with Leah today that most Americans could not tell you what the Bill of Rights is. That's no. Mm. Come on. What's the Bill of Rights? Are you kidding me? What is the? I'm asking you right no, now. Kevin what's the Bill of Rights? Sure no, I know. It's it's the like the. Ten First Amendments. Correct. It's the first ten amendments to the Constitution. Right, Congratulations, right, yeah. Kevin. Got the right answer. Yeah. But I bet you that most Americans could not tell say you that. It's the Constitution. You think they can? The they would just say, "Oh, it's like some rights or some bullshit," but they wouldn't know the specific answer, which is the first ten yeah, amendments the to the Constitution. The yeah. Yeah. Isn't that interesting that they like wrote the Constitution and immediately were like, "Oh, you know what? No, we fucked this up." Yeah. I mean, not to not to get too political or historical on you, but that to me is the great genius of the framers is that they knew that it was not perfect and they oh, and they absolutely. intended it to be yeah. a living document that could always be fixed and amended and made better over time. Yeah. That was the real genius of it. It's anyway. Just, it's crazy the electric Back to our regularly scheduled Back to our regularly scheduled program. God, he just called the show to advertise. That's, I'm, I'm <laughs> I gotta so love impressed that. by that. I gotta That's love brilliant. that. Number two, Super Mario Maker 2 course upload <laughs> limit has doubled. This is Matt Kim at IGN.com. The number of courses you can upload in the Super Mario Maker 2 course designer has just been doubled. You can now upload 64 courses up from 32. Uh, in the news tabs for Super Mario Maker 2, an important notice from the developers now says that the maximum number of courses that you can upload has been increased from 32 to 64 courses. This means players and course designers can now share more of their work online at any given time. Nintendo also says that it plans to increase the course upload limit one more time after this, so there's a chance this number may double again. Oh, wow. Nintendo has also announced that over 2 million courses have been uploaded already. That number will likely grow now that the course upload limit has been raised. Players have been creating some very imaginative Mario levels, and a quick crawl through the Mario Maker subreddit will uncover some hidden gems. This is very positive news. You know, Mario Maker is obviously, like I said, it's the game of the moment right now. People yeah. are loving making courses. People are loving discovering and playing the creator-made courses. Again, it's, hu it's huge on Twitch now. You know, Patrick Klepek with his Mario Maker Mondays. mornings, yeah. very, uh, very, very popular. Uh, Andy Cortez, basically his whole Twitch brand right now is That's Mario is. Maker. He, he, for years and years and years, he struggled being yeah. nobody. And yeah. now he's doing these Mario We've Maker We've got people like Dan Riker out there right now putting out, putting out these people. devious courses. I actually, I, did, I didn't know this, but this was a thing on Mario Maker 1. My kid discovered it and introduced me to it. She found a whole new world of these auto Mario courses. Well, oh, you, have you seen them? You don't even play runner. them. Um, well, it's, yeah, it's, like it's a Rube Goldberg machine? Yeah, it's basically, a, you, you don't do anything. Mario just bounces. It, it's set up in a way that Mario just automatically progresses through the course. Yeah. And he is like an elaborate Rube, Rube Goldberg machine. That's cool. um, and I mean, again, the, the level of ingenuity has really been quite brilliant. Now, you said you're not streaming it. You're not getting on that <coughs> gravy train. No. Are you playing it on? Are you interested? In I've it? been I've been playing it, but I've only been playing this. I've just been playing the Nintendo story stuff. mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's uh, 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 in between Moonlighter and before Ultimate Alliance. I jumped into the story stuff and I did it too. I mean, for me, the Nintendo made courses are difficult, and I, I don't I don't need to play like let's let's see how fiendishly difficult we can make this. Course and that's the thing courses. about it. When I like I got don't get me wrong, I love watching Andy's clips from Twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez, where he dies and screams and runs out of his chair and jumps on his bed. Like, which all really happens. Uh, I do like watching Andy Rage quit. But that's, that's the fun. thing is, like, I watch that and my anxiety gets going. The the yeah. the, uh, the party mode that's up on patreon.com slash games right now and it'll be on youtube.com slash games tomorrow is us playing Mario Maker. And it's that thing where... And were you playing user-designed courses? Yeah, we play through Andy's. We play through some other people. Uh, Tim brought in some ones that are, you know, here's, let's go basic challenge. We're doing the random ones, all this shit. And I'm terrible because, first off, I was raised a Sega kid, so I'm not, I don't have that... Mario 2D side-scrolling muscle memory period let alone the fact that I just don't enjoy that pixel perfect like oh, I, I, I didn't have the right speed and I jumped one second too late. like that's not I don't like those kind of games that's not what I want to do right and I I respect you liking but watching Andy do it watching him get so spun up oh, yeah. him coming in and being like yeah I beat three courses I mean you're really suffering for your art at that point yeah no way please I, I just want to say how grateful <laughs> I am that we live let me point this somewhere somewhere else in the multiverse Greg right yeah. now you and I are hosting in a different parallel dimension kind of funny games daily mm -hmm. and we're talking and, I, and you and I, one of us is saying to the other one you know what would be amazing wouldn't it be great if like Nintendo released a game where you could make your own Mario courses and share them sure. with other people like why don't we have that we, we, we get to live in that reality right we're so, we're so lucky that we have amazing shit like this I 100%. love the ingenuity. Did you see the one that went viral that was just nothing but 
just just a hellscape of the oh, big the spinning thing, yeah. fire. It, it was World sticks. War One, right? And it oh just said World War One with a twist or whatever. It was yeah. just awful. There's a new one that I saw. Uh, I think it was on our yeah, it's on our the kind of funny subreddit. Somebody reposted it. Yeah, and it's a, a level called Trust No One. Okay, and what it is is it's a four player level, and it's literally just a line of red bricks, and then just ho- solid bricks, and then the flagpole, <laughs> and then there's the switch right there. So you have to figure out how to get there. Like you're going, but you have to have somebody hit the red button and kill each other and do all these different things. My kid who's seven, she's you just. She's just turned seven. She's a genius. She's been making her own courses. Really? She gave me one the other day. She titled it herself. The title of the of the course was Solution Die. That was the <laughs> name of the course she came up That's with. That's great. I, so, love, I mean, this is what I loved about Little Big Planet. You know, yeah. I love the people getting creative. I love it with Mod Nation Racers. I yeah. love, and it's I, teaching people about game. They're learning to design. They're learning about good game design practice. And that's what's so cool is that it's finally got an audience. You know, and I'm not, and I, you, I'm not even jokingly talking shit about the Wii U, right? Like, Wii U limited where that game was going to go. It, the first Mario Maker was really cool, really great idea, yeah. right? But it yeah. wasn't on the super popular. No, system. it was limited by the fact it was only on the Wii. I guess later the 3DS, but like, yeah, it, but even 3DS it was never going to blow. Point, it, was, it was never going to blow up on those platforms. Yeah, exactly. It was going to find an audience, to have a yeah. thing, but it wasn't going to be mainstream. Yeah. Like, because the 3DS, right? How are you going to stream that, right? Right. Whereas but it, like worked, now, it worked out perfectly in the way because Mario Maker One, even though it wasn't on popular platforms, allowed them to, you know try things and and so when Mario Maker 2 comes along they've refined it yeah. and now it's on the more popular platform and now Mario Maker is finally getting the attention it deserves it's going to be interesting to see the legs on it how long it hangs out how long it sticks out how how long it is a Twitch game people really want to watch I mean really you know there's always a, there's always a new flavor of the month on Twitch but I feel like Mario is such a big thing and the, and the Mario Maker course designer is so easy and fun to I mean look at what's out there already I think yeah. as long as people have cool ideas there's, there's going to be a market for it sure but I wonder how like right now it's huge right now you can't yeah. get away from it Everybody's yeah. putting up clips of it. I wonder how long that zeitgeist lasts. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. It'll be in the zeitgeist constantly, but I, I think there will always be. I think, for, I think I think now we're potentially looking at at years of there being like if you want. If, I, I think two two or three years from now, you'll be able to go online. Uh, and, the, and there'll still be a People bunch of like, and, uh, no, not just streaming but like a bunch of new Mario oh, Maker yeah, no, they no, just no, went no, up no. that week like people are going to be making these for, for a sure. long time people are still making little big planet stuff yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. dreams and all that jazz number three ladies and gentlemen we always talk about things that are bad on the internet and bad things that developers have to tweet these are a bunch of good tweets okay. Control has gone gold uh, director of the director of Control uh, Mikhail Kasurin writes in or put up a tweet that says it's done or it is done new IP new tech new game Structure, new direction, three platforms, and three years. What an achievement from the best dev team on the planet at Control Remedy. Uh, Remedy Communications Director, quote, tweeted that. Uh, this is uh, Tomas Pua. Uh, in three years, so much new stuff. Pretty incredible we were able to pull it off at high quality. Game is pretty big, too, and definitely different. Less than 100 people internally on average, thanks to all the external developer help and 505 games. And then the Principal Animation Director, uh, Veal Rusuit. Uh it's been quite a ride. Big tech challenges. We lost animation middleware and wrote new from scratch, which depends heavily on motion matching. Uh, it was bi- it was big risk, but I think we nailed it. Proud of our team, X and current ones. Why don't, why don't I know anything about this game? What is control? You don't know anything about control? No, I must, it's gone under my radar. Here comes the pitch. All right. Okay. First off, Andy Cortez in love with it. Greg okay. Miller, uh, very excited for it. I mean, it. I like Remedy. Exactly. So you know Remedy, right? Yeah. You know Alan Wake, original Max Payne guys, yeah, right? Uh, Quantum Break. Control is uh, another one. It's going to be a single player uh, narrative uh, story driven game, right? The idea is that you are now the direct. You, you're this character, uh, this female with red hair, kind of looks like Andrea. Did they rip off her image? I don't know. We'll see if John Drake. Oh, might she have like a little Ellen Page uh, Last of Us uh, lawsuit in the in the works? Maybe, perhaps. We'll see when we get there. Okay. Uh, but you've been you've been promoted to the director of control, and it's the bureau of control. It's a federal bureau in the government, right? That is basically like. We know there's another dimension. We know there's all this supernatural shit. We have an f- official bureau of control. Okay. You get promoted like the day everything goes fucking haywire. And okay. People are coming from and people are flying around. And it's this. I, I, what I love about it is when I'm playing, you're playing through like, I forget what they call it, like the house or something. But when you're walking through the house, which is the giant office building, right? It's huge and it's cavernous and it's like. Uh, you know, it's devoid of life, right? It's these like concrete slabs and this like really art deco look to it. And it may, I feel like the environments make you feel small, but then as you go, you have this pistol that you're upgrading and it's like a supernatural pistol. So it's got all these different modes and it changes and it rotates. You only have one gun, but it has a bunch of different modes. So it looks different. Then you start getting the abilities so you can fly your telekinesis, throwing things around. It seems like a super weird, crazy game. Sounds like dark shit. I'll have to check out a trailer or something when I get back. Yeah, you would do. You do. Yeah, why not? We're talking about control. Take a look. For the record, control didn't sponsor this. We're all just legitimately excited for it.
And Remy's always been good to us. I know why I've never heard of they it. They came to the spare bedroom back in the day with Quantum Break. Uh, Greg, serious question. Is this game going to be scary? Yes. Oh, I don't gosh. think it's going to be scary like... Is that, is that not like a good a thing for like, you? Does okay. this not look scary? I think it's going to be scary it like... Does. It does look scary. It looks oh, like it's meant fuck, to be scary. There's blood everywhere. Why did I think about it's this? Not, not your cup of tea, oh, Kevin? Oh, it was the oldest house. Got it. I get real scared. Real scared. Leah might like this. If you want to survive. Like, what's up oh, with that Oh, she will. Yeah, totally. You know? That doesn't look right. No, something's something's gone wrong there. <laughs> Third person. Whoa! Look at her flying. She had the force. See, look how beautiful it looks too. Oh, so she's got all kinds of powers. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, you're getting them from uh, the break in reality or whatever the hell. Right, they call right, it. right. But it seems like I like I've played it a couple times, and what it gives off to me is. Here is a really weird remedy game, which I'm totally down for. Reminds me a little bit of uh, Half-Life 2 with the gravity gun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, th I think it's going to be rad. I, ho I hope it's going to be rad. From what so, I played, so, I like So, it. it's gone gold. When is it coming out? Oh, Andy said yesterday. It was a month from yesterday, I think. All Something right. Something to that effect. And on, on, all, on, on all platforms, yeah, it said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're all set. All well, right. not Switch, but, you know. No, uh, but Xbox, PlayStation, PC? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Final final news. Hold on. Try not to sneeze. Get it out. No, I'm not going to. Get it out. I'm let it, oh, maybe it's coming. You'll explode. Oh, God, it might be coming. <coughs> the hell was that? Hey, give him a second. Bless what him. was that? That's how I sneeze. That's that's how you sneeze? It's like a yeah. machine gun, but yeah. slow. That was like a, like, like a puppy sneeze. That's like a, like a puppy sneezes. It, it's like a shotgun that's been, like an automatic shotgun that has a silencer on there. Yeah, I couldn't tell, I mean, if, it I was a, I couldn't tell if it was a cough or a yeah, sneeze. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Like a hybrid. That. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Nanobiologist says controls release date is August 27th, so not okay. exactly a month. Andy sucks. And uh, he also <laughs> said, bless Andy you. Sucks. Thank you. Uh, final story. Harry Potter mobile numbers are in and they're still down from where Pokemon Go is. No shock, really. Matthew Handrahan from GamesIndustry.biz reports Niantic's Harry Potter Wizards Unite earned $12 million in its first month, according to estimates from Sensor Tower. However, while that is more than any other mobile game in the lo location-based AR category, it is still, it's still, it is still very far short of Niantic's previous release, Pokemon Go. Sensor Towers estimate for Pokemon Go's launch month revenue is around $300 million, almost 30 times the amount earned by Wizards Unite in the same period of time. Harry Potter is also far behind in terms of downloads with 15 million compared to Pokemon Go's 182 million. The new game is still ahead of other games and similar mobile games such as uh, Ludia's Jurassic World Live and next game's The Walking Dead Our World. They're not even mentioning that Ghostbusters game. I know, weird. I, they just probably didn't want to compare it to Ghostbusters World. Very interesting. Wizards Unite! Had more than double the downloads of Jurassic Alive, which had 6.5 million, but it was only slightly ahead of that game's 10.3 million dollars you know, first month revenue. Interesting. Are you playing any of these games? No, I, I played Pokemon Go when it first came out for like five minutes. My my kid was really into it for like five minutes. Sure. How was that um, Golden Gate Park meetup thing that you did? Great community day. We yeah. were talking on Gamescast. Was that uh, something that was officially organized by, um, well, by the Pokemon just, people? So or did Pokemon the community Go, they do community days. Okay. And so they advertise, hey, it's community day. And like, so from it, it was seven to or four to seven everywhere their local time. Yeah. Uh, that they were going to be spawning a whole bunch of mudkips and all these different the different things and double X, triple XP maybe. And so, yeah, we went out and, and we went out into the streets, Jen and I, because we're obsessed now. And right. We walked through the park as we often do. And sure enough, dude, just and a lot of people, dozens of people. I couldn't believe it. It was like, it was. Well, I remember, I remember when the, when the game first came yeah. out, there were all these viral clips of people going nuts in Central Park and stuff. Sure. I didn't realize. I mean, that's. Did you not experience that's it yourself? Died I mean, I did when we, uh, when we, um, when we were driving around the city, when it first came out, you'd see a bunch, a bunch of people like congregated around an area with their phones. Mm -hmm. And you just go, oh, that must be like a, a gym it, or a gym or a Pokemon That was my thing is like, you know, so. You, I'm sure you've caught it on Gamescast, of course. But oh, Jen, of course, of course, I never miss a minute of your content, Greg. Jen and I fell back into it, right? And right. Like, we felt, and I'm in harder than I've ever been in before. Okay, because I remember how that happened. How did you get back into it? It was uh, a very nerdy conversation, as my wife and I tend to have about the video games industry, where we yeah. went to breakfast and we're walking home, and we were talking about video games, obviously, and talking about mobile stuff, and then we started talking about the go games it might have been piggybacking off of harry potter and then we're talking about pokemon and we we're talking about the numbers of it and how it's going and it's crazy that's still going and while we st started talking i broke it back out because i hadn't been on in forever and because uh, i just i never got addicted uh jumped back in and then she's like are you 
like 15 minutes later, are you playing the game right now? I'm like, I guess so. Yeah, there's a lot of shit to do. And she jumped back in and then we were both in. It's so funny. Every night and every morning now we've been waking up and going out, get a cup of coffee at the local coffee shop. Oh walking my around, God. Doing our thing. So you know where all your local pokey stops are oh, and everything? Course, of course yeah. I do. Yeah. Kidding me? Uh, and so, yeah, but I, I thought I was like, when we were playing it, even I was like, we will pass people in the park that are playing it on a normal day. I'm like, oh, that's really neat. That's interesting. And then like one time we were walking and there was a, a woman in front of us and Jen was just like, watch. She's playing Pokemon Go. I'm like, no, she isn't. And sure enough, it would, every time she had her earbuds in, so I, and I didn't know this at the time that you could have it where it makes noises. I have everything on mute. So she was walking with her phone in her hand. And sure enough, when you hit, get close to a Pokestop, there's a noise. She did open up, hit it, put it back in her pocket. You know what I mean? It's just like, fuck. So anyways, all this, I was like, this is awesome. It's crazy. There's still a community like that for it. But, you know, it sucks that when it was crazy, when it launched, because I remember walking around our sleepy sunset neighborhood way out in the avenues, right? I remember where you were, yeah. And like, I remember when that game dropped, people everywhere, every street corner, running around kids. I was like, what is going on? Nobody's ever out like this. And it was like yeah, such a movie. I remember I was like, it was crazy. And I was like, oh man, I wish I could have been, a, I wish I was a part, I cared, but I don't. And so now it's been that thing of like, oh, now I care, but it's not as, it doesn't seem as popular, but community didn't. No, I mean, community I remember, that, I, mean, I, 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 I used to see all around the city, but I remember in particular, there was this viral clip that went around. It was a, it was a, a thing in like a very rare Pokemon yeah. had spawned in Central Park. Oh, no. And it was like a scene from World War Z. Do you remember this? Like yeah. people flooding into the park to get this rare Pokemon. It was and I had seen it here in SF where it was like we were, I was doing a, a brunch at Kevin, help me out. Uh, a little bit more. Gifted Dim and Re, their reception, we took them oh, to. Oh, um, uh, Park Chalet. Park Chalet. I like Park Chalet. Uh, we were, well, it was Beach Chalet, but it doesn't matter. This same is same, same yeah. thing, same location. We were outside uh, for a brunch one day. And sure it's, nice, enough, it's a nice place to have brunch. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very uh, nice. And all of a sudden, yeah, it was like kids started coming in left and right and just going to this bush like they were like go, and it was like they're coming out finally they were like i don't know there is so that, that that location is actually one of the places i was referring to when i say we'd see people conquer because because there's a gym yeah. there yeah uh, and it's a very popular location for pokemon uh, fiends and that was the thing is like again weeks ago or not throughout the years i guess now i'll see them in my neighborhood gathered on a certain thing i'm like oh they're all on po- like people with two phones i'm like all right whatever and now it's that thing of like oh hey jen there's gonna be a raid in uh, 10 minutes you want to go out you want to do this thing it's video, video games man keeps you around. Uh, uh, Gary, come on. Let's see. Let's hear the segue. I can't wait to see if Harry Potter turns it around and beats Pokemon Go. Spoiler alert: it won't. It won't but that information is still so far away. If I wanted more immediate news, like say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, Golden Treasure, the Great Green. Out now on Steam. I guess it's just the great green. Uh, ranked mode and gamepad support have arrived for heavy metal machines. PUBG Season 4 is now live on PC. Pawarumi is on Xbox One and Switch. Battleship is on Switch. Rise, the Vino, the Vino, Vino, Vino Province is on PC. Champions is on PC. Dark Data is on PC and Mac. Ancient Battle Alexander is on PC and Mac. Break My Body is we on PC We gotta pull that one, Mac. Kevin. What is that? Uh, give me two seconds. I'll okay. work on it. Sounds sexy. Break my Break body. Break my body. Yeah, you know. Uh, new dates for you. Citadel Forged with Fire comes to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Steam October 11th. Then deals of the day for you. Moonlighter and This War of Mine are going to be free on the Epic Games Store tomorrow through August 1st. This War of Mine in particular is worth getting. Uh, Moonlighter is worth getting. Okay, maybe they're both worth getting. Because I, 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 This War of Mine I didn't get into, but I remember liking it at preview events. Mm. When it actually dropped it in. And Moonlighter, of course, an addiction for me. Also, the Kind of Funny Video Game Club Game of the Month. For patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, Gilly Brums writes in with the deal of the day and says, Amongst all the great deals in the PlayStation Summer Sale, I did want to point out Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 is on sale for 95% off. Less than a dollar, Greg. The deluxe edition with some extra customization options and coins is only a quarter more at $1.24. It's a great shooter for an insane price. Thank you, Gilly Brums. Kevin, did you find Break My Body? Maybe. All right. Kevin's working on it. Oh, here it is. Oh, it looks like break yeah, he's my got body it. He's gameplay. Got it. Okay. Here it is. I don't All know right. if this is it, though. It says break my body. I mean, how many games can there be out there called break my body? Oh, is it, like is it a brick two. breaker? It's a fucking Arkanoid game? Wow. But that's the thing. I'm not sure. Give me one second. Hold on. No, hold on. What, what platform? It looks like it's got a medical. PC and Mac. Plan. It looks like yeah. it's got like a Dr. Mario kind of thing. There's yeah, a surgeon guy over there on the right. It says inject serum. It seems like there's also good cells. serum. But there's also... Wait, what was that? What was that one? That 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 is. There was some weird looking shit down there. How does that remotely? That one says I broke all the bones in my body and it hurts. Roblox. You're right. You're right. You're right. Didn't read the headline. 
Speaking of reading, Greg Way, it's time for Reader Mail. But first, let me tell you about our sponsors. Up first is Experian. You know the better your credit score, the easier it is to get the stuff you want or the less you have to pay. So the question is, why is it so hard to raise your credit score? Now, it won't be thanks to Experian. They launched Experian Boost, a brand new way to instantly increase your credit scores for free. A higher credit score can keep uh, can help you establish and get access to credit and preferred rates for the things you want and need in life. Experian is on a mission to help boost America's credit score, which will help millions of people across the country build and get better access to credit. People all across America have already raised their credit scores with Experian Boost, and you should too. For the first time ever, paying your utilities and cell phone can instantly improve your credit score. Experian Boost works by giving you credit for the bills you're already paying through your bank account, like water, gas, electric, cable, and cell phone. It used to take months to see your credit score rise a point or two, but with Boost, you can increase your credit scores instantly. Boost is free to use and only available from Experian. When I screwed up my credit score by missing a payment on a credit card and not knowing it for years, this would have helped me get out of the hole, Gary. We can't believe it's taking somebody this long to figure it out. Uh, so, what are, you, what are you waiting for? Experian Boost can potentially help you establish or increase your access to credit. Boost your FICO score instantly for free. Boost is only available at Experian.com slash KFGames. That's E-X-P-E-R-I-A-N dot com slash KF Games. Up next is Brooklinen. Making your home beautiful is the ultimate form of self-care, and you spend a third of your life in the sheets. Don't you want them to be insanely comfortable? Brooklinen knows you do. Greg Miller knows you do. I sleep on Brooklinen sheets. I love them. They're great, and they keep expanding. Like right now, with their warm weather. Uh, so everything right now, right? It's hot out there, Gary. You're in there. You got the one leg out of the thing. Your comforter is too heavy. You're dying, right? It's the worst when the, when the room is too hot. Awful. I hate it. Exactly. Uh, you can switch up your sheets and duvets with something a little breezier, lightweight, and soft with Brooklinen's Linen Collection. Uh, it has a beautiful assortment of co- co- uh, colors. Plus, of course, you know, a happy half a million happy sleepers and counting. Um, of course, we've talked about this a million times, but you know that the whole deal here is that they are direct to consumers. That means there's no middleman. They Brooklyn works right with the manufacturers and then sells right to you. That's why you get luxury sheets and linens without the luxury markup. Uh, they've got 12 beautiful new linen colors and patterns to choose from. Uh, Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer to my listeners. Get 10% off and free shipping when you use the promo code games at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get 10% off and free shipping is you use the promo code games at Brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code games. Brooklinen. These are the best sheets ever. Gary, we're going to start with the 2038 Pokemon CEO who writes in with a question for you. Patreon.com slash games, of course. Gary, we've been talking about movie actors and video games all week. I don't entirely comprehend your job as a screenwriter. Does it include casting? Let's assume the same process applies to game. Greg, feel free to modify. Gary, you're casting for a game. Do you lean towards someone who has a passion for the franchise slash games or someone who fits your vision? Greg joke, do you check their trophy level? Casting for Rogue One did Gareth Edwards quiz cast members on Star Wars. Does the film industry care if an actor is a fan of their series? Should the same apply for our medium, or are we gatekeeping? So first things first, Gary Whitta. Screenwriter, you have no power over casting. No. Of course not. Sometimes, occasionally, depending on my relationship with the director and the producers, they they might ask my opinion informally, but I have no actual say. Gotcha. And so then... In television... I do in film. Really, I, don't. I didn't yeah. know that. Te- writers have much more power in television than they do in film. Okay. Much more creative uh, equity. So, like, basically, if you write a character and you come in, I feel like this character is going to be a person X. It's going to be an uh, Isaac person. I don't know Isaac. Who's the, who's the guy from? Who's the uh, guy? Poe Dameron. It's going to be Poe Dameron. Whoever played Oscar him. Isaac. Ah, so, yeah, that's a guy. It's gonna, I feel like I wrote this guy with Oscar in mind. They might go, okay, cool, but then obviously not do something. Yeah, like I, 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 and I will often do that. I will often uh, say. Um, uh, you know, this this was I, I had this kind of person in mind when I was writing it, and you know, here here are my ideas, and they'll listen to them. They won't they, they won't actually say to me fuck you. You don't get to you know p- give us your ideas. <laughs> Sometimes they do, um, but like on Rogue One, I did I did have casting suggestions. Nice. Um, they you know uh, you put my name in there, right? I mean, like Saw Guerrero, Gareth and I both always agree, always kind of knew from the beginning that, f- that we wanted Forrest Whitaker. That's awesome. And that you know, and we got him. Um, in terms of Jin and other characters, you know, I had ideas and stuff, but you know, they, ultimately that that decision is made way above my pay grade. Sure. So then, now put on your hypothetical hat. You're casting a game. Yeah. Do you care if they are fans of video games? If they're fans of the franchise? I mean, I I I, I think it, I think it can I think it, it's a nice bonus, but no, no, it doesn't matter. You you want the best actor for the role. I mean, you know, some some of the 
I mean, I mean, look at it in terms of like you know Star Wars and like, I mean, I, I I would say like some of the, some of the greatest uh, uh, actors in the MCU. Aren't, weren't necessarily big fans of the comics. I think they probably discovered, and once they got the job, they probably went off and read a bunch of comics and learned about the characters. Yeah. But they didn't necessarily come. Some did, some didn't. But I don't think, also in terms of like whether or not it, it makes a better performance, I don't think it makes a blind bit of difference. Agreed. I think what I think one of the things we've uh, not confused as we've gone on, but the arguments evolved into because it was the idea that actors are coming in right and just reading lines. I don't even think that is so much the fault of the actor, right? It depends when they're brought into a process and what a triple A video game developer is looking yeah, for, right? Yeah. I think you can, you can point to so many people who come in and kill it, right? Andy Serkis was great in volume. That's because he, Mike Biffle worked with him and explained the project and wanted to right. do it. If you look at, I'm not even going to name names, but if you look at somebody who is a big movie star who came to be in a game and they gave a crappy performance, you assume it's got to be to an extent that they were cast at the last second. I mean, I guess you could make the argument that if somebody was really, really into a, a particular character or something, that they're more likely to kind of really kind of throw themselves into the role. But like, I, I, I mean, to use one of the most famous examples, I don't know this. I, I actually don't know the answer to this, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing that Robert Downey Jr. had no fucking idea who Tony Stark was before they offered him that, before that part came to him. Sure. Didn't, I mean, and he was brilliant in that role. So, mm-hmm. you know, who cares? It's similar to you watch Retro Replay, of course, another YouTube channel that has more subs than us almost and is God, crushing us. On, they're our friends. We helped them, Why but now they're suck? crushing us. Uh, if you go over there, like what? Uh, Troy and Nolan are playing through the Uncharted games for the first time. Nolan is. Nolan, Nolan, Nolan. He never North. played the games? No. Nathan Drake, he's never played the games himself. That's so funny. he's sitting there playing through on Retro Replay. It's great. The Nanobiologist writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Happy Widow Wednesday. Another leak got shot down, but this time by the original poster. Uh, he's referencing. Did you see this? There was a for a hot second that aliens were coming to Red Dead Two or whatever. I did not poster, see that. And people started flipping. That out was that, a thing. That, yeah, it, but I mean, like it was so fast that I doubt you even had a chance to. Okay. But why do leaks catch on so easily and spread so quickly? Is the hope of new information about a beloved game like Red Dead Two, with people clamoring for new solo co- story content, or like Wow? Should developers take on the Marvel announcement model and put out the roadmap out there? Also like Marvel's Avengers or like Division 2. So fans know exactly what they are getting and to be excited for finer details of a patch DLC. Thanks, nanobiologist. Rumors catch on, of course, because rumors have been true so many times. And I think we all do clamor. I mean, this show is, you know, in some way based on the breaking news and the conversation. We love talking about games, all of us. You include a best friend listening right now. And so... When something breaks and it seems true enough or it's got a screenshot or it's, a, it's from a backroom GameStop poster that has a release date on it, we all get excited because we're excited for announcements. We are excited for excitement. We're excited for video games. And since games take so long to get made, it is that thing of seeing little bits and pieces and getting new beats are exciting. I personally think the Division 2 done really well in terms of laying out a roadmap. But then also there's an argument to be said of by laying out the roadmap and being so transparent and explaining and pushing dates around. Have they hurt the excitement of it yesterday? You know, episode one for Division 2 dropped outskirts of D, uh, DC stuff. I jumped on last night after I did some homework for We Have Cool Friends today and popped on and. The the, the kind of funny uh, clan wasn't popping off. There was a few people on, but it wasn't like everybody was back. Would that have been a bigger deal if they did a trailer out of the blue yesterday and said it's coming or and it's today? Would it have been a bigger deal if we knew nothing and we were all hungry for more division? Or is it the fact that we've been talking about the bullet points for a while now where it's like, all right, cool, I'll get to it when I get to it kind of thing? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have the answers. And the same thing for, like, I think, you know, we look at the, you know, the MCU panel, right, from Comic-Con. Here's phase four. It's all the way through 2021. That is awesome, and that is a cool thing. And I know there has been a conversation lately uh, through the internet and the pundits being, hey, why do movies do this and games don't do this? And I think it's a little bit apples and oranges in the way that how you, you, you hear once in a while, right, about a, video, uh, a Star Wars 1313, visceral Star Wars game, and not just Star Wars, I'm not just bagging on Star Wars. For every game you hear about that got... <coughs> announced and canceled there are dozens of games you never knew about that were really far along that got canceled and so that's why it's such a pain in the ass that you can sit there and show early test footage of black widow right and be like this movie's gonna be fun you're gonna really enjoy it but if you sit there and show early block work of a video game that's three years out you don't know if that game's gonna turn out to be fun nor if that game's gonna be the same vision by the time it gets there and i think that's the problem games have been shown so early before that they've been burned so many times before and, and honestly you can you can lay out all the roadmaps and do all the early reveals that you want it's never it's never gonna stop 
trafficking in rumors. Whatever, whatever it is you yeah, reveal, there'll, there'll always be more stuff that people can manufacture. Look, you know, the, 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 the truth, the, the lie gets halfway around the world before the truth can put its pants on and all of that stuff. Yeah. We live now in an era of fake news. The truth doesn't matter anymore. Uh, there's always been, um, you know, a, a, a huge... Uh, currency on the internet for clickbait headlines and promising, th- you know, alluring you uh, into, um, uh, you know, your website or whatever with with news that you basically just made up. You won't believe what happens yeah. next. Yeah, yeah, because by the time, I, I, I remember this when I was working on Rogue One and when I was working with Lucasfilm, I I was paying attention more more than I usually would pay attention to like the Star Wars sure. rumor sites, and I knew for a fact because I was working inside the business at the time that ninety nine percent of the rumors that were coming out there were bullshit. But it doesn't matter. You get the click on the day, which is all that matters. You you get your metrics and then a year later when it turns out to not be true nobody, nobody remembers. remembers nobody remembers yeah. yeah so you know you get away with it every time yeah yeah and that's the thing and I, if you want to look at like an actual example of what we're talking about remember when fucking playstation came out and was like hey we ha- we're working with rockstar and exclusive it's called the agent right oh for yeah. the rest of that generation into the playstation 4 until they finally said like it's dead or whatever Everybody asked where the fuck's the agent, right? And so, like, that's why you don't get timelines, is because like, what happens when everything changes and everything shifts and nothing's there? You have to yeah. games, you know, the marketing cycle and announcement to, to release has gotten shorter and shorter. It seems recently because more and more of this is happening, where it's just easier to get out there and be like, "This is it." Not to mention, it's easier to keep your attention. Yeah, look at yeah. Wolfenstein coming out, right? Everybody's super hyped on Wolfenstein at E3, and now it's the thing Young of like Blood? they just put out the launch trailer today. Like there's been questions this week about where the fu- where is the marketing for Wolfenstein? It releases on Friday. Nobody's talking about it. Yeah, I saw. I watched the trailer for that last night. It looks great, by the way. Yeah, I know it's gonna be great. No, I was talking to Jen. I was like, we got to play that this weekend when it comes. She's yeah, like, co-op, right. perfect, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, Gary, 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 Gary. I want to answer this one from Paul Potter. Paul Potter, a.k.a. Pure Seduction 50, writes in (laughs) to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and says, What's up, Greg and Gary? I recently played through Firewatch, and for me, it was one of those rare games where once you pick it up, you just can't put it down. I played through the entire game in one sitting, and I loved every second of it. My question is, have you ever played a game cover to cover in one sitting? If so, what game and what do you think made it impossible to put down? So for me, the answer is Journey, one of the most transcendent video game Ah, experiences I've ever had. Uh, When it first came out, uh, I didn't play it right away. I was excited to play it because I liked Flower and the stuff that had come before it. Uh, A couple of people who had played it said... "Do It it, it only takes two hours to play. It's roughly what it takes to play through. So make sure you play all in one sitting. Um, uh, take the phone off the hook, which you know nobody knows what that means anymore, yeah, right? But you know, DND on your phone. Yeah, put your phone, put your phone in uh, airplane mode or DND, whatever. Close the curtain, turn the lights down, and just like imagine and and and, and, and play the game as though you're going to see a movie at a theater. Like turn the lights down and just immerse yourself in it. And I did that, and I played the game. Like I said, only it only takes two hours to play yeah. it. Journey is still one of my all. It's probably in my top ten all time favorite games, and I've played it many times since then. But the first time that I played it, I did. I played it all the way through, cover to cover, from beginning to end credits and i just thought it was one of the one of the greatest game experiences in my life what sure. about you uh in the similar in a similar vein of short games gone home like you know what i mean like gone home oh, i thought yeah. it was so perfectly paced yeah. as the story changed from what i thought it was going to be to what it really became to then i couldn't i had to know what was happening right i think to go and I'm, i know i've beat the jump about gone home for years going way back i mean i i struggled to, i can't remember anymore if poe and i beat metal gear solid in one sitting but I remember we started it and we played way into the wee more hours in the morning, passing the controller back and forth of just being amazed of what that game was. Yeah. And I want to say we did, but it's possible that we ended up just getting really deep. I know we got to disc two for sure, uh, but we got really uh, uh, deep into it. But it was the, the same thing there. It was another tired Greg story of just playing that game and being like, holy shit, this is what games are now. Oh, yeah. Like, this is we're playing a movie. You know what I mean? Like, right. We're playing this story is so good and you don't know what's going to happen next. And we're so locked into it. Like that's the hooks for all these games, I think, are. An experience you've never experienced before right that's what it always comes down to right when you're playing something that you're like i can't believe i'm doing this right now that i'm a part of this right now and you don't want to see it end josh writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games says happy winter wednesday but this is a greg centric question if you don't mind after years of listening to you talk about trophy hunting dating all the way back to beyond beyond days Oh, with Beyond Days. Uh, the concept of it has always intrigued me, but I never was able to go all the way in on it. Parentheses. Largely due to the rigors of college and now pretending to be a real grown-up. Besides, of course, the gimme telltale games. Oh, that's what he got. But after watching it your 100th Platinum earlier this week, I now want to jump in. 
So, what advice would you give to a platinum hunting noob? I've been eyeing the one, I've been eyeing one of the Sony uh, first party Holy Trinities as my first legit platinum, God of War, Spider-Man, Horizon. Unless, of course, you recommend me start somewhere else. Well, Josh, welcome to trying to hunt down trophies and have fun with that. Uh, the answer is pick a game you love. Uh, obviously, I think God of War, Spider-Man, Horizon are great picks because those games are awesome. Spider-Man was such a thrill to platinum. And honestly, kind of sad. To play yeah, that's him. the only platinum I have is Spider-Man, and I have it because I love playing the game so much. Right, and that was the thing. It was so much fun. I wanted every backpack. I did want to liberate everything. I wanted to, you know, I didn't want that game to end. And so that's the best thing you can do for a platinum when you want to get one. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in any way an expert trophy hunter or achievement hunter like you, uh, but that would be my, my same advice. I think people that play games just because they want, you know, when you say like easy plat, that's, that's when I worry a little bit because I feel like you're only playing the games you want. Like you're probably sure. not enjoying playing the game. You just want the trophy. I feel like if don't, don't play games just to get trophies. Play games because you love them. Yeah. Tro trophies are meant to be a nice bonus. They're not, they're not the reason to play the game. Sure. I mean, maybe they, I mean, maybe for you they are. I don't for know. For certain ones that are, but I mean, that's just me trying to do that stupid number. But, or have you, but have you ever got to a point playing a game where like you're just miserable playing the game, but oh, you yeah. like, you really want the platinum? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But you know what I do is what? I stop. Right. You can look at my trophy list, and there's a bunch of games that are like 95 percent, not like you know what right. I mean. Where I just got to um, Jurassic the Hunted. Okay. It was a terrible, not, it was a bad PS3, you're not terrible, but, but it was one of those things like, it was pretty easy to platinum, but there was one trophy I remember playing over and over trying to get that, and I was just like, you know what, fuck this, I don't want to do this, this isn't fun, this isn't worth my time, like, yeah. that's the thing, If I and I've started it, um, you look at my recent stuff with all the Rattalika games, right, where I've been going through and getting the easy platinums, uh, there was one in there, I think a bird game that I was playing, and I was like, this sucks i'm not gonna play this i'm not gonna struggle to do anything and i i stopped i don't know how, what the percent was yeah but it does work the other way where another one of those kevin yeah what's up will you i mean i'm already on it sorry i mean i feel i feel like josh here is on the right track because like the, the, those those three games god of war spider-man horizon are all phenomenal games right so Fantastic you're gonna enjoy, you're gonna enjoy playing them it goes the other way sometimes too, though. Where again, Radalico, who we've talked a lot about, they've sent they send me codes for the easy ones, and they they're the ones who have mastered the system of. They got codes for that. You know, they work on Vita and PS4. They got the UK PS4 one too, so you're getting like triple things, right? One of the games was Metagal, which was like a Mega Man inspired game, and I played through it and platinumed it. And uh, what the first time Are you I did the it, trophies right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at my PSN profile, uh, psnprofiles.com slash game over Greg. If you want to look along, uh, I what the first one says I got it in 40 minutes 39 seconds. The second time I did it, I got it in 16 minutes and 19 seconds. So I probably paused on the 40 minute one. However, though, playing the game for platinum, I was like, man, this is fun. I like this. Should I give Mega Man another shot? And so I bought Mega Man Legacy Collection that I didn't already have. I think one and two, and for a, a flight on Switch. And for the first time ever, I beat Mega Man too. And I played through it, and I was so it does work where like that game isn't a bad game. It has an easy trophy list, but it was like I'm enjoying myself, and I'd like to actually do more of this stuff. And I went and played those games. Right. So it goes both ways sometimes. Right. And then there's plenty of ones that are just garbo, garbo, garbo game that you're just playing through to get it done, and you get frustrated, but it's not bad enough to stop you. I digress. Gary, it's time to squat up. This is where one of you writes into Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. You give me your name, username, platform of choice, why you need help in a video game, and I read it here. Today, no, you're, Greg, you're actually about to read out a PC game. I'm amazed. Hey, man, I like to support all gamers. You know, I give them a lot of good-natured ribbon around here. Just give them the old TurboTax jokes. This is, and this is, and by the way, this is another game that's very hot on Twitch right now. Oh, really? Yeah, one of the hottest games on Twitch. David Scott and he's helping Teamfight Tactics. His uh, whatever I, guess, I would assume his Steam name, Demon Waffle. No, it's, that'll, that'll be his League of Legends uh, name. That'll be his Riot, whatever his Riot Games League of Legends account Listen, is. Listen, you dorks, whatever you hire, you talk to Why each would other you know, Greg? There. League of Legends is only one of the biggest games on the planet. Hey, man, I can ignore it, so I ignore it. Demon Waffle needs help, all one word. Teamfight Tactics. Looking for some other competitive TFT players. Currently, Gold 1, about to hit plat, dork. Would love to play with some other best friends. You guys rock. See, how would I know that's League of Legends? Dork. You know what I mean? It's team fight tactics. Who the hell knows what that is? You know. I mean, I, 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 I could tell you. You're a Twitch. You're a Twitch superstar. Of course, you know. Yes. Yeah. You have to. It's part of your job to know. That's right. That's why. That's how I know it's that's hot on Twitch. That's the new mode that got introduced to League. So, so you know, the, the 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 two big what they call mobas, the two the the the, the uh, Dota, yep. Dota two, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Valve game, and then uh, Riot Games has League of Legends. League of Legends is the big one of the two, but they're both very very popular. Um, and uh, basically, there's the I think Dota came up. It was a mode called Auto Chess. It's kind of like a it's a different mode of play. It's a very different kind of game, but it's, it's sprung into its own its own thing. Um, I believe I believe with I believe with Dota two, it's just called Dota Auto Chess. 
And okay. League of Legends has their own version called Teamfight Tactics, which is very, very popular right now. A lot of tri- Twitch streamers uh, are into it. I, I haven't played. I'm not a League of Legends guy, but I, you know, I know it's a thing. I know it exists, and it's hugely popular right now. Okay. Teamfight Tactics. Teamfight Tactics. Demon Waffle, if you want to play with a demon who's made of waffle. D-E-M-O-N. Waffle. Uh, time for You're Wrong. This is where people watching live on twitch.tv slash games tell us what we screwed up as we screwed up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later. Ark Wing says, just for the friend code clarification, the Wii U did not have friend codes. It was username based. Oh, I don't remember that. I don't either, but who? I turned on the Wii U twice and I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Maybe I'm mixing it up because the 3DS had friend codes, right? Yes. That's, that's where I was using the UPC. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Or the QR code I keep screwing up. Uh, I don't whatever. Well, we already said this, I think. But Lord of Pwn says control launch is August twenty seventh. For we those wondering, um, Charles J says not you're wrong, but related to games. Uh, oh, and Gary, hmm? R- Rutger Howard, yeah, has passed away at seventy five years oh, old. Oh, that's terrible! I'm so sorry, so sad to hear that. In I love games, he was recently in Kingdom Hearts three and Observer. And the Observer, but, yeah. Oh, but more known for the original Blade Runner, of course, and mm-hmm. and and, and uh, many great movies. Hmm. Oh, how sad. Yeah, there you go. Passed away. Sorry, everybody. Uh, sorry to break it to you and you're wrong. Uh, you know, I jump in sometimes. Nanobiologist says we missed the news that Corsair has bought Origin PC. I did not see that. Good oh, news. Good fit. Good in there. I'm going I'm to give you a quick recommendation. Please do. Rutger Hauer is in a movie that you may or may not have seen called Blind Fury. I haven't. And it's one of my favorite Rutger Hauer movies. Um, can we pull it? Can we pull a trailer for Blind Fury? Yeah. Kevin? It's one of my favorite Rutger Hauer movies. He plays a blind swordsman. Okay. So, the, so when I was writing a book of Eli, ah. Zatsuichi was the big influence, but Zat, there's actually a little bit of blind fury in there as well. It's man. a really cheesy kind of 80s movie, yeah. but it's a lot of fun. And if you want if you want to, uh, you know when an actor dies, you sometimes you go binge their movies. Of course, yeah. Um, blind, everyone's going to be watching Blade Runner tonight and shit like that. But check out um, check out Blind Fury. Let's pull the trailer. Here it is. One, one minute and 37, 38 seconds. Watch the trailer. Run it! Wait, 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 wait is that Rucker Howard there? That's that's a young Rucker Howard. Yeah. Wow. He's now there. I'm sad. He he was awesome in Smallville, and I'm not making a joke. Oh, you he just was now figuring out who you, you just yeah, never I, remember I, I'm who sorry. He was? I, okay. I, didn't, I don't know Blade Runner. What? I've never seen Blade Runner. Just run the trailer. People we'll talk like, about this later. <laughs> Barrett's not happy. Barrett's confused as always. You ever seen this movie, Barrett? Blind Fury. It's a favorite of mine. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna see if I can pull this on digital tonight and rewatch it. He ripped it off. Nick Parker is quick <laughs> as a snake, strong as a bull. You're gonna love this movie. Not to mention blind as a bat. Nice doggy. <laughs> it's not a dog. Right, he doesn't know, right? Because he's like Mr. Magoo. He came for a friendly visit. This movie is so much fun. But his timing was a little off. A young boy wants his guidance. Did you ever cry? The strong man is never afraid to cry. They've got him, don't they? Where's my son? He's here. He's fine. And the boy's father needs his help. I miss old school trailers like this. No, yeah, totally. Reasonable men make life so difficult. Shoot! (laughs) The blind Zorro. If you can't handle it, get me somebody that can. He was in uh, Roadhouse, wasn't he? Uh, that guy maybe? right there. That guy right there. Yeah, yeah. Use the exercise trampoline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stuff. He, right. has, he has to fight like a, a fucking hardcore ninja guy at the end of the movie. I also do circumcision. Blind fury. Telling you, <laughs> that movie is the shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can find it on iTunes or something later tonight. Maybe it's on Netflix or whatever. I'll look it up. God, yeah. But yeah, let's all let's. We well, not send, I mean, I, why, I'm always sad when somebody dies. I, don't, I, don't but I, it, I, I didn't know that I knew the guy. I don't want to get into a big thing he? with you, but how come you've never seen Blade Runner? Uh, he, in Smallville, he was Morgan Edge when Clark was on Red K, and he got him to worked with him. Great. Eventually, they couldn't get Rutger Hauer anymore, though, so they had to change. He did plastic surgery to change his face so they could bring in some other no name guy. Blade Runner, I've never seen because every time somebody's like, "You should watch Blade Runner," I'm like, "All right, cool. I'll look it up." They're like, "Well, there's 15 versions." And the version would you, you like should me, watch, would, but cut this off and do that thing. Would you like me to bring in my Blu-ray of the final cut, which is the version you should watch? Sure. Okay. Is that the one with the unicorn? They all have that. We're going fast now for you're wrong. Uh, nanobiologist says the Pokemon that spawned in Central Park was v- Vaporeon. 
as well as a Venusaur later on. Great, good to know. No, Sounds like it looks like it looks like Blind Fury is available to rent on uh, most platforms. Yeah, so that's good. We'll bucks. check that out. Uh, Nanobiologist says, "Miss today, Kingdom Hearts VR experience part two is out today and adds the oh, world finally. that never was in Twilight Town." Uh, Lord of Pwns says Miss Dates E Access is now available on PS4. Also, Destiny 2's Solace of Heroes starts back up July 30th. Uh, Zaxxon says Moonlighter is also 50% off on Steam right now. I thought we talked about that yesterday, so I'm c- cutting away. Um, Blackjack says Rockstar never officially announced that the agent was canceled. News that they abandoned the trademark came out November 24th, 2018, which led everyone to assume it's been canceled. Thank you. Uh, you have something to add, Barrett, or are you just taking a seat? He's got he's to get ready to flip this. Thing. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, nanobiologist says Dota 2's auto chest is called Dota Underlords. Dota Underlords, okay. Auto one. chest is just, the, the, the I think, the generic name for that subgenre. Yeah. And that's it. Hey, we did it. Not too shabby. Another one in the books. Crushed it. You know what I'm talking about over there? Thank you to Xavier Woods for calling in to pimp his own stuff during the show. I was really I'm, I'm, if you I'm know me you, and you're now, a YouTube now person, don't now, do that. Now dude. that I know that's something you can do. I'll do it for you because I call you all it. the time. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of it. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Right now, you can get early access to the Mario Maker Party mode over there, along with posting your questions up. Watch it live, twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch it later, youtube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Roosterteeth.com. Listen on podcast podcast services around the globe tomorrow special guest hosting with me davis from War- the warp zone then friday tim remember tomorrow also is the kind of funny games cast 2 30 you can watch it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games as we recorded with me tim andrea and davis gary when are you streaming again uh stream last night i don't know i, I stream whenever i feel like it cool that's Maybe great. tonight. That's turn great. on notifications for twitch.tv slash Gary Witter. <laughs> twitch.tv slash Gary Witter. Toss me a follow and turn on the, the little notifications. You'll get a notification when I go live. Because if you're not making moves, you're standing still. You can also join my partnered verified Discord server. Wow. Discord.gg slash LOG. Got the vanity URL. We got it all hooked up. Did you see that? By the way, did you see the clip where fucking kind of cool Greg barreled into my uh, I saw stream that he the other won night? some game or something. Yeah, I so I play, 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 play this game sometimes on the channel called Marbles on Stream. Have you seen this? No. This thing's hilarious. It's basically like Marble Madness. Yeah. But anyone in the Twitch chat, you should play on a, you should do like a Twitch okay. party. It, it supports up to 500 players. Jesus and I think Christ. you could actually fill it out with, you know, your big audience. Sure. You should play Marbles on Stream sometime on Kind of Funny. Okay. I'll come in and help you run it. Perfect. I'll run the camera for you because I know how to run the camera. Awesome. Um, play marbles on stream. Kind of cool. Greg uh, was 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 blazed. Came in, <laughs> came came into came into the chat about two o'clock in the morning. We did a six hour stream. He had no idea what the fuck was going on. Entered the game and won it. His first time. I had no idea what the fuck was even going on. He's like, holy shit! I won it. It was like typical kind of cool. Greg. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Until next That's time, awesome. ladies and gentlemen. It's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>